Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Well, apparently it was a lengthy resignation message from Nuri Martinez this afternoon. The breaking news is she did resign her seat on the Los Angeles City Council. You've got to be kidding me. Here's part of what she said. And last, to all little Latina girls across the city, I hope I've inspired you to dream beyond that which you can see. While I take the time to look inwards and reflect, I ask that you give me space and privacy. And as so apparently it was, she went on and on about women and women's uh, movements. Oh, yeah. And right. Wow. Yeah. You're not an inspiration to anybody the way you're going out. Yeah, she, she's a beacon of inspiration. What a role no. model. She probably is one of these people the, that's going to say, well, you shouldn't judge me on this one act. And my whole career has been so successful and inspirational. Well, Don't she, bring me down for just calling uh, a she, child a slur. She, she, you know what? She's awful because she's part of the crowd that destroyed the city. You look around at the 40,000 homeless, that's on her too. You look at all the crime that's going on, all the smash and grab robberies, the burglaries, the murders, that's on her. That's why she ought to be kicked out of office. She ought to be ashamed of herself. These people, nearly every one of them, this is the worst, worst collection of politicians in the entire country. <laughs> this is the worst group. And everybody No, wait, knows you said it. the Board of Supervisors is the worst group. You've said that. Okay, before. they're the second worst group. <laughs> you declared that a couple of months ago that that Board of Supervisors well, you know, is. It's a close race. <laughs> yeah, they're within a half bad. game of each other on the scoreboard there. <laughs> and we're, we're lucky to have them both. Depends on the day. All right, we got and Because you live in the city and the county, you're double blessed. Oh, I, oh, I know. I know. I, this is just, uh, this, this isn't the way it was when I got here. Let's uh, let's go now to Daniel Gus and uh, Daniel uh, has the Gus report and he has been uh, chronicling this and he's been covering City Hall for uh, many years, been on our show many times. Daniel, how are you? Oh, guys, I am just giddy. I I am giddy with excitement. It's like Fourth of July and Indigenous and people they yeah. rolled all into one. I feel I feel <laughs> the same way because well because you know just how bad they are yeah. off screen. And so this oh, this is yeah. their their big reckoning that was long overdue. 
Uh, all right, so what, what, uh, Nuri Martinez uh, wrote a long uh, goodbye publicly, so she's gone. Are the other two going to go today? Uh, t- today, I don't know. I think the one, I agree with you, I think you guys nailed it. I think if anybody's going to kind of sort of hang on, it's going to be Delion, whose real name is Leon. Uh, that's the duh is, uh, is just for uh, oh, uh, emphasis. Yeah. yeah. It's totally fake. His real name is Kevin Leon. Kevin and, of and, Leon. And, uh, yeah, Kevin Leon, uh, who has a fondness for eating during meetings on camera, as I wrote about a year ago. Um, I think Sadio, he, he's, he was going to be gone in a month anyway. He's got a magnificent pension. And uh, if Delion goes also, he'll have a very you know, a, a comfortable landing. But that uh, resignation from Nuri just shows you the degree of delusion when she wrote the other day that she's taking a leave of absence to consult with my family and community leaders, she actually thought that you can refer to a black child in 2022 as an elected official of the second biggest city in the nation. I, 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 I don't even want to say it to, to refer to a child, a black child that way. And she still thought there was an avenue for redemption and and so that resignation letter just shows the degree of delusion. So uh, how do how do you explain delusion? Uh, you, you can't you can't you can't, uh, no, you can't it's, explain it. It's, it's a mental illness because mm-hmm. it's believing yeah. in a fantasy. It's being disconnected from reality. And nobody fed that fire more than the L.A. Times, which kept endorsing her and celebrating her and historic this. And historic that you should have seen the party they threw uh, at City Hall in the courtyard when they had white leather couches, Chinese food, by the way, with with a literally a pig's head on a table it, like, like it was a luau. For what? It, it, it oh, was... Deborah Mark doesn't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Oh, wait, 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 uh, where did they have a pig's what head What was this for? party for? Who, whose party was this? It was when she it was for her coronation for becoming the first Latina, not the first woman, but to be the first Latina at um, at, uh, at, at as city council president. They had white leather oh. couches, a dance floor, and it was going to be a whole thing. And a severed pig head. Media... Yeah. Oh, yeah. now I'm offended. I'm a Deborah side on this. What did you say? The Times yeah. had something to do with this or just who did this? Who gave her this party? Well, no, the, the, the city paid for that, but nobody oh. fed the delusion more than the Times and their agenda and its editorial board. By the way, they're nice people. They're smart people, but I think they're equally delusional that they thought based on what her gender is or her private parts are and her ethnicity, right. that therefore she was going to be a great political leader. Exactly and right. Time, you nailed it. They, the they completely overlook the character. They just go by how you present yourself as a person, well, a woman or, or, or a Latina, right? Well, with all this diversity, right. equity, and inclusion, it seems like nobody's happy and nobody's getting along. <laughs> well, that's because they're not doing it on quals. They're not doing it on qualifications. <laughs> I mean, exactly. what, 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 a, what, a, what a unique idea to elect people and appoint people. You know, she is chosen to be council president by the 14 other council members. And, of course, they are in lockstep with her predecessor, Herb Wesson. Now, at least Herb, I disagree with Herb on everything, but he was the leader. He said, I nominate Nuri. And they voted 15, 14 to nothing. She couldn't vote for herself. And they went along lockstep. And so they did it based, as, as, as the thing you guys always say, they did it for, I'm sorry, but her, her private parts and her ethnicity. 
That's why she was put in that role. And this is what happens when you elevate people so fast uh, to, 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 with, without quals, without uh, accomplishment. And the Times went along and they promoted it because the Times is equally as delusional as, uh, as city council. All right. What do you think happens now with the protesters showing up? Are they going to continue to do that because we still have two that haven't quit? Oh, oh well, well, let's call it two and a half. Yes, I guarantee you that on Friday, and by the way, there are several groups, but, but the one who probably deserves the most credit is an online group, uh, progressive, you want to call them quasi-anarchists, but they are well-organized, called the People's City Council. And I think that they have like 40-something thousand followers on Twitter, not everybody who's in sync with them, but because they are influential. All they need is about two or 300 people to show up on Friday and every meeting until Deleon's gone, until Cedillo's gone. And so I have zero doubt that if they're still on city council on Friday, they may show up, they may not. And if, and if Deleon and Cedillo are gone, my guess is that they're going to turn their sights on Paul Koretz for racist and homophobic things he has said in the recent past with regard to the Ed Buck um, homicide thing that uh, that took place about a year or two ago, so you think they'll move on to 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 Koretz? Uh, uh, I, I would say more likely than not. Uh, is there any way for the city council to get out of this loop, though? Do they have to hold their meetings in person there, or can they go back to Zoom uh, uh, no, until they- this blows over? They can do that, I think, for a limited amount of time, but I don't think it's a long-term solution. Uh, my guess is that if Mitch O'Farrell, that genius leader that he is, uh, you know, brings his Jamba Juice experience to, to, to the bear, uh, <laughs> I think that the only thing that they can do if they really want peace is get out De Leon, get yeah. out Cedillo, and maybe invite them for lunch and say, here's, tell us what you want help us figure out how to get there and and you know let us get on with our meetings because i'm i'm convinced now that o'farrell is gone on november 8th i think he's going to be replaced by somebody named hugo soto martinez uh, and i think that the balance of power in city council is going to take a significant left turn yeah, based no, on these things. Yeah, it wasn't left enough it. already. You know, some of the replacements <laughs> yeah. for like O'Farrell and Cedillo are even nuttier. Oh, they're 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 like the yeah. Nithya Raman Democrat Socialist. No, they, these are the Anglo anarchists. Yeah. Everybody should have free rent, free housing, everything they Holy want. Holy mackerel! Well, that's that's the that's the consequence of, of you know, that's the consequence of everybody listening to the L.A. Times. Uh, you know, a Republican can't be here. A, a moderate, an independent can't be here. You're either you know you're either gonna have a big rain cloud over your head or a really big rain cloud over your head and guess what the 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 the, the mainstreamers who by the way we're not losing much by losing any of any, the gil Cedillos and the kevin de Leon's of 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 the world these people bounce from one this is the sacramento job county job inglewood city of los angeles you know we don't know what we're getting but we know what we're losing and we're not losing anything of value Right. All right, before you go, Caruso have a shot? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to win. I, I think this You do outright. You think he's going to win. Okay. Yeah. Now, this may surprise you. I actually think, you know, listen, we, the city of Los Angeles is in the trouble it is because of city council. Garcetti's a buffoon, but he doesn't control policy. He doesn't really control the direction. He just 
flies around the world and makes a stupid little statement. I actually think it's going to be Rick Caruso as mayor and, and, um, and Ke- uh, Kenneth Mejia as controller. And here's why. And here's why it's not a bad idea. Caruso is nobody's fool. He is an executive, and he knows how to lead. And Mejia, if he becomes controller, he owes nothing to the status quo, and he has pledged to audit the hell out of City Hall. And if it's Caretz, Caretz will do nothing but bury everything. I actually, as odd as it sounds, the billionaire capitalist and and the CPA with with a progressive bent. I actually think that's the healthiest check and balance uh, of, of our options. I, I, I think Bass won't win and shouldn't win, and I think Caretz will be a disaster. So I, I actually think this kind of cements people's fear as, an, as a healthy, you know, listen, we're going to have a lot of progressives coming in, and I think a healthy government is best when we have a healthy check and balance. All right, so Daniel. I believe it's going to take. We've got to take go. a news break, but thank you for coming on. Yeah, we appreciate the Gus report. Daniel Gus, thanks a lot. Anytime you need me. Thank you, guys. All right. Covering the chaos at City Hall. And again, Nori Martinez has quit. One down, two to go. John and Ken, KFI AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, stop the show. Gavin Newsom has put out a statement responding to the resignation of Nori Martinez from the Los Angeles City Council. Uh, What does he have to say? This is the right move. Again, these comments have no place in our state or in our politics. And we must all model better behavior to live the values that so many of us fight every day to protect. Period. Full stop. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. Now, on the note of Gruesome Newsome, <laughs> this is worth reading. The Wall Street Journal ran an opinion piece, and it mostly is about Valero Energy. You've heard of Valero gas stations probably around California? Yes. Yes, it's kind of a... What we they describe have, as the off-brand. But they have great prices. They have some of the lowest prices you'll find. You got a So this is all about the idea that uh, they're enjoying uh, record profits, and this is price gouging. And uh, He responded to the uh, California Energy Commission with a letter, and uh, can read part of it. He said, ironically, on the same day we received the commission's letter, because, again, the letter was about, you know, what are you doing to the consumers? A federal judge in a 103-page reasoned order, following review of thousands of pages of documents and hours of depositions and discovery, yet again threw out another case alleging price conspiracies by the fuel industry, finding no basis for the allegations. We, we have to stop and focus on that for a second. For those of you who believe that there has been no investigation and that there is price gouging and collusion going on, we've had a judge who looked at thousands of pages and has no, could find no evidence. 103-page decision. Yeah, hours of depositions. They had lawyers trying to nail these oil executives to the wall. They came up with nothing. Discovery, they looked through all the documents. Nothing. Because it defies logic. Why would California be the only state where oil companies would do price gouging? Why would we be the only state where the oil companies would be greedy? See, this is what I didn't understand. Just here? Nowhere else? What company has isolated its greed and targeted at one particular state? 40 refineries to 17. That's all you have to tell people. That's where we are today, and we're up to 40 million people. We had 40 refineries with like 25 million people. 
He continues to write. This is uh, the uh, James president. Payne. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. The, uh, the guy... vice president, Scott Falwarko. Uh, well, Falwarko. Yeah. Uh, this is a good paragraph, too. Uh, as to separation between California prices and the prices in the rest of the United States, we can offer the following information. For Valero, California is the most expensive operating environment in the country and a very hostile regulatory environment for refining. California policymakers have knowingly adopted policies with the expressed intent of eliminating the refinery sector. California requires refineries to pay very high carbon cap and trade fees and burden gasoline with cost of the low carbon fuel standards. So there you go. This is about the special blend plus the cap and trade fees. Right. Because this is of our own making through regulation, through CARB and the legislature and the governor. That's why we have high prices. They're higher than ever because the refineries are way down and it's really hurt the supply end. Before, there were high prices because of all the taxes and everything else they throw on this in a special blend. And now, because of the problems uh, with uh, so few refineries, as demand increased once the lockdown and COVID ended, that, that caused a supply problem. Yeah. We've told you before, they can't get this gasoline from other states because it doesn't meet the California blend requirements. So that's the problem with that. That's what he wrote further in the letter, that regulators have mandated a unique blend that is not readily available outside the West Coast. California largely isolated from fuel markets from the central and eastern U.S. California imposed some of the most aggressive, expensive, and limiting environmental requirements in the world. California yeah. has made it difficult to increase refining capacity, has prevented supply projects so they could lower the operating costs of refineries. And, and they just go on and on. It is the most challenging market to serve in the United States. When you, yep. when you when California has seen refineries completely close or shut down major units, this is the government. This is Gavin Newsom. He lies every time he speaks, writes, or tweets about the oil industry in California. He is lying. You have a terrible liar as governor, and he's destroying the fuel industry. And you are paying for it. You are paying six fifty seven dollars a gallon, and it's going to keep going up because of his policies and the policies of the Democratic legislature. The other forty nine states don't have this, and it defies rational thinking. And implied in here is if they did hit the California oil companies with a windfall profits tax, well, that's just going to mean they're going to uh, rein in even more operations, and there's going to be even less supply. Why would you expand any kind of operations in the state if this is how you treat it? Because he's trying to put them out of business. Well, that's what they won't tell the, the California public. The but that is the truth. The fanaticism of these uh, anti-fossil fuel religious nuts is to destroy the business, to force us into electric cars, even if we have nowhere. Well, first of all, we don't have the cars. We have nowhere to plug the cars in, and there's no electricity that's going to be available. So what is it they're trying to do? It's anarchy. It's about destroying the American way of and, life. And with a state with this many poor people who can barely yeah. afford energy costs, it's not just the gas, the electricity, everything. You know how many people? They're squeezing people. You know how many people are making twenty five, thirty thousand dollars a year if they're making that? And you you got electric cars that are going for seventy five thousand dollars. Why this is so insane. When, when is when is when are people going to become conscious? All right. When we return. Oh, more great news. We have a survey out of the America's 
the most dangerous big cities. And in California, the most dangerous cities are San Bernardino, Oakland, and Los Angeles. But we have to tell you, there's more to the category of dangerous than just crime. Get to that next. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We think your music should play nonstop. Ironically, we're stopping it to tell you that Southwest has the most nonstop flights in California. We also think changing your travel plans should be as easy as changing songs. That's why we don't charge you change or cancel fees. When you're ready to go, go with heart. But now at Southwest.com. Based on total number of DOT published nonstop flights to and from California from the period from 2-1-2023 to 8-14-2023 compared to all other airlines as of 1-20-2023. No change fees, but fair difference may apply. Failure to cancel a reservation at least 10 minutes prior to scheduled departure may result in forfeited travel funds. The Moist line is still operating. There's been no problems with the supply line. You can, of course, reach the Moist line by using the iHeartRadio app. That's the microphone icon to leave a message. You can call the toll-free number. One eight seven seven Moist eighty six one eight seven seven. Huh? Eric says they're fired up. Apparently, we're uh, getting a lot. I think of they good, would be good material here. Do you have any idea offhand who you think's going to the dumpster this week? Just. To... <laughs> I figured we were just going to straight to Satan's like a fire already. Um, Very good. That's good exactly what's happening. Yes, he is right. The three of them will go in Satan's lake of fire. Might as well not hold back that announcement since no. it's pretty obvious they have to no. go somewhere. It's right. <laughs> I said to Ray yesterday, I was like, uh, should I just prepare that already? And he was like, eh, it might be a good idea. Yeah, fast track. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's just throw in the whole council. one 664 7886 Coming up after 4 o'clock, the Johnny Kent Show will hold its own hearing. And we will have a witness. Sort of. Uh, Brandon Judd. From the Border Patrol Council. He's the president of that organization, which is the uh, union for the Border Patrol agents. We found out that uh, the hack that runs the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, we threw him in the dumpster, didn't we? Already? Yes. That he apparently knew and was told that the Haitians were not whipped by Border Patrol agents when all that went down last year in Texas. In fact, the photographer told one of Mayorkas staffers, and the staffer sent Mayorkas an email just three hours before the press conference saying that it looks like that on the photos, but that did not happen. So Mayorkas, And yet they went ahead with their disciplinary uh, moves and right. hearings and all that crap. They intentionally lied. He knew better, and he went out in front of the cameras and lied to all of us. Because it looked good for his progressive left. That, That's oh, my right. God, the horrible Border Patrol agents. What they're a, doing to the poor migrants? They're it, whipping them. It was a juicy, woke crime. <laughs> Crime Juicy against woke. Uh, the woke philosophy. All right, we have for you now, according to Wallet Hub. Do you have a Wallet Hub somewhere? Uh, they uh, have come out with the well, the most dangerous cities in the United States. We'll focus right now on California. But the thing you have to know about this particular survey is it went beyond crime. They looked at forty-two metri- metrics of what they call everyday hazards from crime to traffic accidents, to coronavirus. For Deborah Mark, natural disasters were factored in, earthquakes or wildfires or flooding, and even the possibilities of losing your job or housing problems. So it was like a real wide kind of... So the worst cities in the state of California, uh, dangerous would be the term they used, would be in order number one, San Bernardino. Let's hear it for San Bernardino. Worst crime in the state. Yes. Don't they always win that crown? Yeah. And number nine. 
Number nine for disaster risk. Third worst for financial security. I got lost once, San Bernardino. Ooh, what were you doing there? Uh, well, it's it's at the base of the mountain leading up to Lake Arrowhead. Oh, that's right. Okay. So you were... Yeah, it took, uh, took a wrong turn one day. We have on... a lot of fine listeners in San Bernardino. Well, maybe we don't. <laughs> not on the, the block. Not of. on the blocks I was driving. Number two, one of John's favorite places, Oakland. Oh, yeah. With that wonderful mayor. Uh, they were number two for safety, 13 disaster, number 23 for financial. In the U.S., they were number eight of 182 cities. Now, I don't think San Bernardino was large enough to rank in the U.S. ratings, but San Bernardino, what Oakland was, number right. eight. And number three, oh, of course, Los Angeles was number three. Number three. number three, most dangerous city in the state. Number three for safety. Number 19, disaster. Number one for financial risk. Mm. Interesting. And we are number the U.S. O- rank was 11th. Yeah. We are unsafe. You're much more likely to end up on the street broke. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's the risks here in Los Angeles. These are not three places in California that people are looking to move to. We know that. <laughs> From uh, you know, it's a terrible combination. Like Los Angeles is incredibly run down and uninhabitable, and at the same time, absurdly expensive. Yeah, because it's such a big city geographically that you can find a good, expensive neighborhood, and that kind of pulls the numbers up. You see, I know, I know, but much of the city is a uninhabitable dump. You get like a ten million dollar home on the west side, you know, and that just uh, rounding out the top ten, Stockton. Bakersfield, Long Beach, San Francisco came in seventh. Number four for safety. I would say it's even worse than that, but that anyway. was generous. Riverside, eighth. Modesto, nine. And good old Fresno, number 10. Yeah, but then, um, you know, I haven't seen these other cities. I mean, I don't, I don't know how foul uh, Fresno or Modesto is now. Yeah. The or- safe cities, and it, isn't it always Irvine? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the I, land of the beige condos, as John that, used to call what, it. Well, yeah, I know, but the beige condo uh, philosophy works, doesn't it? Because so. whenever somebody gives me a list of excuses, uh, carrying on about the homeless here and the criminals, well, you know, it's because of this and that. I go, yeah, it's not happening in Irvine. You know, so go, go to Irvine and come back to me. Whatever they're doing there, we should copy. <laughs> oh, they're enforcing the law. Wow, that's shocking. Uh, I didn't see the full national list, but I thought Chicago would come out more dangerous than St. Louis. But St. Louis, I guess, has a lot of crime. St. Louis has a terrible murder rate. I, All we I hear about is Chicago, right? Yeah. Well, Chicago does. There's too, always right? a headline after, on Monday about how many people died over the weekend in gun shootings in Chicago. That's why I was. So I'm sure they finished pretty poorly, but they were not the worst. St. Louis. Now, when we come back, and I'm glad this column ran, we're going to talk about it. You remember like a month or two ago, Gavin Newsom was saying, oh, if we look at the red states, they have uh, high crime rates and lots of murders. The red states, yeah. no one talks about that, but I'm going to talk about that. Well, we kind of touched on how he skewed that analysis. And we now have a column that ran in the New York Post uh, by an analyst who can tell us in detail exactly the lie. It wasn't just Newsom. The Philadelphia district attorney, who's just, just George Gascon, East Coast, yeah. his name is Larry Krasner, oh, they, was doing the same thing. They tell incredible lies. They tell them at, at high volume, very forcefully, very confidently, absolute lies. 
and we will expose this one coming up because that's all everybody does is lie. All right, John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. One of the big lies that the Haitian migrants were whipped by Border Patrol agents. That got debunked pretty quickly by the photographer who took the pictures that went viral. Anyway, we now find out, like a year later, that the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas knew that even before they went on to try to discipline those Border Patrol agents, ultimately concluding, no, they did not whip the migrants. They still punish them, though, I think. Brandon Judd, who's president of the Border Patrol Council, will be our guest at 4.05. And also, next hour, another one of those stories about a criminal who benefits from the changes in California laws gets released from prison way too early for just one awful assault committed when, oh, of course, he was 15 and now is charged with murder. Murder. Coming up after the news in the 4 o'clock hour. And, of course, in case you're just tuning in and you missed it, Nuri Martinez quit the Los Angeles City Council. Not just as president, but the complete council. So we'll have more on that. We have some audio to play later on the chaos. She wrote a long, windy piece, and uh, she sees herself as a a great role model and inspiration. For Latina girls. That's right. So, uh, Latina girls, you look to Nuri and uh, learn learn how to become a hateful, racist... uh, Well, I guess that was repetitive. Latinas, because that's already a girl, right? uh, Latinos are males. But now it's Latinx. No. No, that's been rejected by the uh, Latinos and the Latinas. So we don't say Latinx. No. No, that is a that is a fake designation uh, created by sociology professors oh. in a uh, laboratory at a major university. Is it in the AP style book? Huh? Well, everything's in the AP style book. Every every stupid <laughs> not in the John and Ken style. Every book. stupid new euphemism is in the AP style book because you know they've all they've all joined the religion there. Uh, Raphael Mangual is a fellow, quite the title here, but anyway, a fellow at the Manhattan Institute, and he wrote a uh, column. For the New York Post is worth a few minutes on because it does involve Gavin Newsom. Not too long ago, Gavin Newsom was out there along with the Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner, who is the same as George Gascon, crowing about oh, the crime and murder rates in the red states, the MAGA states. Uh, Newsom called it America's red state murder problem. Now, we touched on this when he said it, but... Uh, uh, Raphael has really uh, come up with the real numbers to call out these two liars. He writes, Democrats have pushed to keep criminals out of jail, get rid of bail, defund the police, but don't believe your lying eyes. The increase in shootings and killings nationwide is not a liberal problem, they insist, but a conservative one. And Newsom referred to America's red state murder problem. As for the DA of Philadelphia, Larry Krasner, which is on pace to break last year's record of 562 murders, said his soft-on-crime policies are indeed working. He said those states in the United States that have a rate of homicide that's 40% higher are MAGA states. They are Trump states. All right, so now let's break this down. And when we first talked about this a while back, we said, well, of course it's deceptive because inside those red states, and that's going by maybe the governor or the legislature, are a lot of Democrat cities where the crime is happening. And he starts off with Louisiana. Louisiana tends to vote Republican in the presidential elections, kind of a red state. Not completely, though. 
In 2019, the FBI's Uniform Crime Report showed the state is seeing 544 murders, giving it a murder rate of 11.7 per 100,000 people. That year, New Orleans saw 121 of those murders. Baton Rouge had 70, Shreveport 35, all led by Democrat mayors. So with a collective population of about 800,000 people, these three cities had a much higher 2019 murder rate of 28.1 per 100,000 people. So the murder so rate this- murder rate for the state was 11.7. The but murder- if you drop out those cities, Louisiana's murder rate is down to 8.3. Yep. 29% drop. Yeah. See how Be- he does this? Because- you just suck out the cities those led three, by Democrats. Those three cities have a murder rate of 28. Yep. Uh, Mississippi, another red state. Right. They tend to vote for president Republican. Of course, these are all Southern. Uh, had a 30, 332 murders in 2019. So had a murder rate pretty similar to Louisiana, 11.2 per 100,000. But Jackson, Mississippi had 76 of them. That's a murder rate of 46 and a half per 100,000. Without Jackson, the state's murder rate drops down to 9.1. That's about a 19 percent drop. See how this is going? You well, see because, the reality here? Because everybody knows the murders largely happen in the big cities, cities or the biggest right. cities in a state, and they're always run, almost always run by Democrats. I mean, can you think of a Republican mayor of a major city, like in the last 50 years? And everyone, the reason people move to the suburbs or beyond the suburbs or rural areas is because of the low crime rates. Right. You go to the open spaces, which tend to be more Republican, you're in a lot less danger of dying. Everyone knows that. that that's, what, that's why people have been moving out of the cities for, for, for so many years. That's why the suburbs have spread so far and wide. The 50 largest cities in America, home to about 15% of the country's population, saw 34% of the country's murders in 2020. Yeah. So think about that. 34 of the 50 cities had Democrat mayors in 2020. That's 68%. So there's the reality. Yeah. And Newsom and Krasner are lying when they try to convince you. And they know this. That's why they called it a red state murder problem. Because they knew if they widened the statistic, they could lie about it. Here's what these, these guys do. And I'm talking about their staffers, the political operatives, the people who work in public relations strategy. They sit there and they do polling and they find out it's like, wow, we got a crime problem. That's right. People think Democrats, Democrat policies are causing crime. What do we do? All right. Well, how can we screw with the numbers? How can we gaslight this? So what you do is you pick you pick Republican states that have large Democratic cities. And you say, oh, those murders, they're happening in Republican states. Like Louisiana and Mississippi, right? The Democratic cities don't exist anymore. It's the Republican states. You repeat it over and over again. You go on national television over and over again. They know that interviewers don't have these statistics in front of them or off the top of their head because who does? You don't know that somebody who's a Philadelphia district attorney or the California governor is going to give you such a bald-faced lie. I mean, you can't walk around with Google in front of you to counteract every statistical lie that they're going to tell. So the staff says, look, just say it, okay? If they catch you, it won't be for a week and a half and nobody's going to care. And I swear to you that's how these conversations go. Just do it. They're not going to catch up to you. They probably won't even try.
All right, coming up next, Brandon Judd for the National Border Patrol Council. He's the president of the Union for the Border Patrol Agents. We'll get his take on the finding from the Heritage Foundation, the Freedom of Information Act, that the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, knew hours before that Border Patrol agents did not whip the Haitian migrants in Texas. But he went on to make a big deal of it anyway. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 